following is a presentation of the Retro Network. The Retro Network presents a roundtable review of the Netflix series Cobra Kai, the continuation of the Karate Kid saga. We are so glad you have chosen <laughs> to join us tonight as we discuss the stories and events of season four. I am your host, Jason, for this roundtable, and uh, it's okay if you want to call me the best around. Uh, oh I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> Did you just say that? Oh, dude, Joining you don't know Jason very well. Oh, no, I do. I just, it's, it, every time it happens, I just have to go. Well, man. Dad jokes. Hashtag dad jokes. <laughs> uh, joining <laughs> me for this review is a guy who prefers to wax nostalgic instead of waxing old cars. It's Eric. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> Glad you're here. And also joining me, he doesn't have a problem sweeping a leg as long as you provide the broom. It's Wyatt. That's right. How is it going? We gotta sweep the leg. Wait, no, no. Sweep, sweep, sweep the broom. What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for joining me as we uh, kind of run down season four. And as I always say in these uh, reviews, we are going to spoil the crap out of it. So if you have not watched Cobra Kai season four, go ahead and pause us and come back and pick up the podcast after you have watched it, so we don't spoil anything for you. Because we're going to go into some details, uh, deep details into each episode. And uh, we're going to kind of recap the first three seasons, too. Because I just, within the last couple of weeks, resubscribed to Netflix and watched season three and season four kind of back to back. So that's kind of fresh on my mind as well. But You weren't uh, subscribed to Netflix? I wasn't, yeah. I, I lost it wow. for about a year. After I got HBO Max, I dropped Netflix. Oh. And... I finally came around as uh, I'm trying to catch up on all this stuff that everybody's talking about. Gotcha. But anyway, let's just kind of jump in and uh, overall thoughts kind of on the series. I did look up the current Rotten Tomato score, 95% with the critics, 92% yeah. with the audience. That's Isn't pretty that crazy? amazing. I That's know. awesome. That, that tells you, I mean, I'm tr- probably jumping all too much in, but I was reading... An article, I think it was post an interview with Ralph, that they didn't realize how successful this was going to be because mm-hmm. initially it was started out as being kind of just a fun for the fans type of thing. But the deep dive that they did, the research, the writing has turned it from what some critics even thought as being you're going to revive an old thing again. Is it going to be the, the dumb mm-hmm. stuff the fans want? No, they really just catapulted this thing into all the back end yeah. stories. They still build on those stories in season four. And, and I'm maybe I'm easily entertained uh, <laughs> of late because I I haven't watched too many new things lately, lately being the last 10 years. But <laughs> um, the I am so I'm addicted to this show. Yeah. And I'm the one thing I I am pissed off about 
really is Netflix themselves, or maybe it's they're allowed to do this, is we only get 10 episodes. What the? <laughs> Come on. Give us 13. Give us the unlimited 29 something. Because that's just, that ain't, that ain't right. Yeah, I I'm, I think it's got a good pace, though. You know, it's it those, does. Ten, those 10 episodes go by quick. No, they did. They it, it, and as much as they pack into those, it's truly amazing. Eric, what have you uh, thought so far? Kind of overall. I mean, I confess after I watched like the first, probably the first half of the first season, I was like, God, this is so freaking cheesy. <laughs> but I also thought that to myself while I was laying in bed at midnight watching the fifth or sixth episode of it. I mean, I couldn't quit watching it. And I, I mean, it is cheesy. It's completely cheesy. And my, cause my wife asked last week, cause she saw all the, you know, all the hype about Cobra Kai coming out and everybody watching it. She's like, should I watch it? And I'm like, well, you're not a huge fan of the movies. Are you? And she's like, well, I mean, they're okay. I'm like, then you wouldn't like this. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you, you completely would not like this. Um, I love that. It's a deep dive into all the movies. And I'll, I'll confess. I've, I mean, I've seen the first two movies probably, a million times a piece. I've seen the third movie once, but okay. even the, but them bringing back part of that, you know, bringing back those stories, I love it. I think it's the way that you know when when you revive something that old, this is exactly how it should be, because Absolutely. you know for for people like us who are you know who well, I don't know about you two, but I mean I saw the originals in the theater when they first came out, so I grew up with these movies, mm-hmm. and to have this kind of nostalgia the way they fill in the backstories and bring people back and then producing new storylines. I love it. I think it's, I mean, I don't care how cheesy it can get even cheesier and I wouldn't care. I'd still watch it. <laughs> yeah. It's what I've called uh, and told, I think when Mickey and I have talked about it, it's the gold standard of sequel series, reboots, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Just the, the intricate way that they have, built in the past stories showing mm-hmm. clips and still give you a very fun storyline with the kids. Right? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's so great. And Johnny, yeah, I think it was uh, Tony in a, in our VIP lounge that said he's the greatest character ever on television. And oh yeah. <laughs> so great. How he is still almost in his 1980s self in the show doesn't know technology doesn't care to know technology trying to learn you know all of the kids little uh trying to learn social media you know and all this stuff he's the best part of that he's the best part of that show he just speaks his mind and whatever comes out comes out and it's so great uh not many characters can do that nowadays and kind of get away with it you know Mm -hmm. but uh yeah i agree i was there early on when it was on youtube and I don't know, I, it feels weird now thinking about that and all of us like subscribing to YouTube premium free trial just to like. That's totally exactly what I did. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. See, I was I was slightly late to the game. I didn't. Uh-huh. I knew it come out on YouTube. I didn't know that it was on their premium channel. And again, Jason can attest my life gets in the way. I didn't get a chance to watch it until it hit Netflix. Yeah. And then that's when I binged. Me binging is if I can get 20 minutes in. That's <laughs> most of my TV watching, I'll confess, is maybe five minutes out of the day if it's not the cartoon crap that goes on with 
whatever All the kids, yeah. yeah, the kids whatever have kids, their reign yeah. of everything in this house. So keeping current does not happen. I, I feel like Johnny right now. So. <laughs> yeah. I get that sometimes uh, too when I'm texting. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That is You're, awesome. You are the Johnny. Uh, Give me some quarter no banquet. Come on. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. <laughs> no, I yeah. think that they, at one point, it was on premium and then they took that off, I think, so you could watch it without premium because nobody was staying <laughs> subscribed to it. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Netflix bought it, I think, for season three. Yeah. To, and I remember, I remember saying, and now I'm glad that, that they didn't. I remember saying when Netflix bought them, well, great, maybe they'll pump some more money into it and it won't be as cheesy. But I mean, after watching season three and, and of course now four, that's one of the best parts of, I mean, it it's, is, it's yeah. over the top. Like, you know, it, it's not like, you know, this is never going to happen. It's over the top. It's cheesy. And literally, while I was watching season four, I'm like, that's the best part of this show. It's just how freaking <laughs> yeah. cheesy it is. But yet they stay. I mean, it's, they just, you know, now it's one of my favorite parts of the show is how, is how yeah. cheesy it is. But uh, but I remember thinking that when I read that Netflix bought it, I was like, well, maybe they'll pump some money into it and it'll be, they'll make it. And see, I'm the opposite. Again, maybe I just thought I'm easily entertained. I don't think it's that cheesy. I think they've really pumped at least a fair amount of capital. I mean, if they ran out that that dealership to <laughs> box to the salesman, if they got that nice ritzy house that they basically blitz, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying not to spoil <laughs> it, but they basically crash the place. It's that stuff that makes me think that yeah. there's at least a few bucks going into the game. Yeah. With it. And you got the top names aside from Ralph and and uh I can't remember his name. Uh Johnny's legit name oh um, william zapka yeah zapka, william. yeah but you got at least on the executive producer cred you got will smith and i would imagine that he's pumping some money in there to support it as well <laughs> or at least initially. yeah i didn't i didn't see that until like i don't know halfway through season four that he was that he was he was there from day it. one and yeah i, I didn't I, I don't know why i didn't know that it's just that i i would look at credits to see if i recognize anybody besides what you know william and and route right to right. see if anybody else has popped up that maybe they threw on but you know the, the new cast is all newbies to me i've except for the the oh what's her name i know we'll get into it i'm sorry we're fast forwarding through your your <laughs> notes um elizabeth shoe is what you no yeah. i'm not thinking of her i'm thinking oh. of the new cast um the punk girl that's always um oh tori tori yeah oh. she started i i and I, this is again how devoid I am of everything current. I happened upon one of these Disney channel, whatever channels. And there she is. She started out in Disney. Yeah. She probably was 11 when I saw that video. <laughs> now she's, you know, 20 something playing 17 year old, whatever Tori. Um, God, I hope she's 20 something. No, no. Cause that's a little creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Some of those outfits she's wearing. Wow. Especially that <laughs> dance that they did. did yeah. 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 No kidding. kidding. Well, anyway, uh, so we did a roundtable review back when uh, season two dropped. And so we kind of wrapped up season one and season two. That was me and Gary and Mickey. So I did want to touch briefly back on season three, uh, since I just kind of was through there as we're leading up to season four. But there were some really cool elements, I think, in season three. We get to see 
Kreese's backstory, which we never yeah. had really touched on before in, in Nam and how he got into the army there. And uh, we had that wonderful reunion with uh, Kumiko and Chosen when Daniel goes over there, you know, trying to save his uh, yeah. car dealership there. That was really cool. And then we got, like I was saying, Elizabeth Shue, Allie revisits, and there's that wonderful dinner scene with both of them, you know, and Daniel's wife. Yeah, it was, uh, that, that was probably the best two-episode arc of that whole season was when she was there. So much backstory there. Uh, we get that crazy fight like Wyatt mentioned at the Russo house. <laughs> that was amazing. Blitz that was place, awesome. Like that was amazing. So choreographed to the T. Yeah. And then finally, the, the, the ending there was Miyagi-Do and Eagle Fang making a deal to get Eagle rid of Cobra Fang. Guy. Eagle Fang, yeah. That was... They total, had to make that one yeah. up somewhere. Total, yeah. geez, his, his, his minivan's the best. Yeah, yeah. Don't Absolutely. knock the minivan crowd. No, I mean, just the, just the, <laughs> yeah, the, the big graphic the he has on the outside of it is, is amazing. That's what we need to do, Wyatt. We need to get <laughs> big graphics on the side of our vans for oh, the retro even... network and rediscover the 80s. And... <laughs> well, you, you have kept suggesting that I do a mock-up of the 18 van at some point. So Yeah. I just don't have the guts to do that. <laughs> I do I do want to keep my marriage at least for a little bit longer. <laughs> That's right. Your other van is black. That's right. No, yeah. I got, well, that's right. I got the wife's. Yeah. She's black. <laughs> All right. Well then, uh, so leading into season four and I just wanted to throw some stats out there. Cause this was pretty amazing. There was 140 million hours viewed in the first three days that season four dropped on Netflix and 2.1 billion hours in the first week. And as I checked, I believe yesterday, it's still number one in Netflix top 10 shows in the U.S. and several other countries. So it has just done gangbuster for them, pulling in everybody and just see. And makes you wonder why YouTube sold it. Well, exactly. Exactly. Why did they do that? Unless Netflix offered them a really good dime there. They probably did, and Netflix is always looking to boost their game against now that there's more competition out there. And with well, YouTube I think, Premium. I think that was YouTube's really, only show, right? That was yeah, the only show they had. There's, there was a couple that they have original shows out there, but that was pretty much their lead. Yeah. So I guess they just decided we're not going to do any original content and we'll just farm it out. But I wanted to ask you guys a question. So we're in the middle of uh, – the book of Boba Fett and some of these other shows, we just went through Hawkeye on Disney plus those are dropping weekly. Yeah. Whereas Netflix is still dropping everything at once. Yeah. I think primarily. So what do you guys prefer? Do you like the little break in between maybe to watch a, an episode again or kind of chew on a little bit, or do you like just to let's just keep going. Eric, what do you say? Well, I think it depends on the show. I mean, 15 years ago when the last season of Stranger Things dropped. Um, 15 years ago. We literally watched that in a day and a half. And now it's been how long, you know, however long it's been. I don't even remember what happened because we blew through it so quick. Yeah. And then we just, we've had this long wait. You know, The Mandalorian and Boba Fett, they drop weekly. And I remember a lot more of those shows than I do 
when I just binge it, like I was, mm-hmm. I was reading through all the episode recaps for this season of Cobra Kai. I'm like, Oh, I forgot about that. It's just because, you know, I, I blew through it in, in two days. And, you know, so I, I see, pl- you know, I see pros and cons to both sides of it. I mean, like we're watching a show called 1883 on Paramount. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a prequel to, to Yellowstone. It comes out once a week and, I kind of like it that way. I don't know that I could sit there and watch 10 hours of 1883 straight, but you know, Cobra Kai, I could, I could do that in a heartbeat. So I think, mm-hmm. I think there's pros and cons to each. I think I, rem- I think personally, I remember more of the show when it comes out once a week, mm-hmm. but I like the ability to binge all at one time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would say that would be Wyatt's case too, just because you have the the lack of time or a lack of time to, wait on it a week and expect to be able to, you know, catch the next episode as it drops. I would, you're, I would you're think actually, you prefer to get everything at once. I would like it now. What I dislike is this weekly drops, even though I don't have the, the, the time luxury to go just, you know, binging or whatever. What I find as a family, we try to do a movie night every week. And I know movies are, harder to come by every week but in that same vein i get frustrated because it might be a month or two before we see something fresh hit any of the platforms Mm -hmm. and then the kids are going well we could pay for this one i'm like uh they're already paying we're already paying for all these other platforms and i got a buttload of dvds of course that that puts me in the doghouse with my wife she can't stand to her anything on a shelf is clutter. We don't need it because now it's obviously accessible somewhere in the netherworld. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? Most things. Most, but not all. And That's they right. t- and all these headquarters, they pick and choose what they want and when and how, you know when they're going to drop it. So my nice old 80s fave that I know my wife, uh, you know, loathes. I like being able to go and grab my box of Knight Rider DVDs or Airwolf, or whatever. Back to present topic, I like being able to see that, oh, Cobra Kai just dropped. Now I know I can go watch them versus I haven't had time to watch or motivation to watch any of the new songs. I do want to watch Hawkeye, but my motivation isn't there because I'm not tied to the franchise like I was Karate Kid Mm -hmm. and that continuing on. So... That's why I'm frustrated that there's only 10 episodes because I'm like, you're great. You're doing the business, which is you're baiting me to wait for the next season. (laughs) But you're equally pissing the crap out of me because you only gave me 10. What what are you smoking up there, corporate? Come on. (laughs) Well, that seems to be be the standard, though, is that every show is putting out 10 episodes and that's it. Yeah. And see, that's what I don't get. I, I, Again, Jason and I can attest, I'm sure you can, Eric, as well, is we grew up on 13 episodes as the minimum. And yeah, usually in the I'm, 20s. Yeah. Right. And I'm going through a team again and again and again. And I'm on like season four and I'm like, I think episode 23, I think I'm on. I'm like, yeah, See, they had the guts to keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix, well, you. Come on. You get some like overarching stories in those kind of shows, but most of them are just kind of one off stories well, i agree too. I, I completely agree and i know that i think that's easier to do more episodes of when you're in that format 
and I agree, and I know there's a whole big debate, and we're carrying this out farther than we need to. It's okay. just that I'm, I'm, it's like I said, it's it's luring me to wait for the to sit on my heels for the you know season five, but equally, come on, only ten. <laughs> I get my money's worth. Yeah. Well, see now, it's it's a lot easier because we we know season five's in the bag, but. When Netflix drops them all at one time, and like Eric said, you binge them within a couple days, then you got an extra probably two months that you wouldn't have with uh, The Mandalorian because they stretch it out for a couple months longer while they're still getting prepped for the next thing. You know, so your, your time, at least to me, it seems like your time is shorter between seasons, whereas Netflix, boom, you're done in two days give me the next thing come on you gotta yeah, wait longer right. it seems and like. you know in, in the business you know the netflix business binging is where their capital is so i'm sure in their mindset their business mindset this is exactly what they need to do to keep people engaged to get the ratings up high keep netflix number one yeah. and, and keep subscriptions the whole nine so in the business model this is you know on yeah. point yeah, I get it, but as a consumer, yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of lean towards the, I like the weekly drops to kind of stretch things out. Like you, Eric, I seem to remember more, and you know, Disney does the little recaps before each episode. Yeah. I don't think we, I don't think Cobra Kai does that, right? Um, uh, I think one or two episodes they do. Just maybe they did, there's something but, that cliff, but it's, I think it's set as a as a. Uh, retrospect so they'll be right. doing something and then they'll retrospect it back going okay now that makes sense that you did this yeah okay well uh let's put that conversation to bed and we'll uh keep moving here and uh, talk about season four so the plot of season four finds the miyagi Do and eagle fang dojos joining forces like we said to take down cobra kai at the all valley under 18 karate tournament and whoever loses must hang up their gi. As uh, Samantha McGow now are trying to maintain the Dojo Alliance, and Robbie is now all in with Cobra Kai, the fate of the Valley has never been more precarious. <laughs> what tricks does Kreese have up his sleeve, and can Daniel and Johnny bury their decade-long hatchet to defeat Kreese, or will Cobra Kai become the face of karate in the Valley? So, uh, Let's just dive into Terry Silver. And so that was the big uh, the big draw, at least for me, season four. We're getting uh, Terry Silver joining Cobra Kai again. What did you guys think of bringing him back? Because I'm kind of one of those people that uh, I enjoy Karate Kid 3 probably more than number two. I saw it in the theater. I remember seeing it in the theater, and uh, it seemed to me a little bit more like the first one as far as the story goes but uh why what did you think of bringing terry silver in alongside uh crease i was expecting it in a way I, I didn't know when they would pull him in because they pulled in everybody or at least they seemed to be pulling <laughs> right. everybody so just a matter of time i didn't know how the character was going to be i thought it was a nice backdrop story that he's this rich guy that's devoid of anything karate uh it's a past life and then is baited in through crease and it's clever how they wrote that in mm-hmm. i guess i was still waiting to see the little convertible dots and pickup 
You're right that he was driving. Yeah. Yeah. But equally, I'm like, at first, I didn't even recognize him because, you know, it's not the ponytail. Yeah. So yeah. I saw this frizzled, almost uh, um, Doc Brown looking hairdo there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm nice. thinking, who the heck? This is not, no, this is not silver at all. This, you got to do better makeup job on this guy. It was old, <laughs> but holy cow. But watching it and seeing the storyline go with him, I was really intrigued with him. Um, what did you think, uh, Eric? Well, I mean, I, I knew who he was because I, I said, like I said, I saw the movie maybe once, but I, Hey, I wasn't expecting that, um, which I don't know why I wasn't, because it's just like why it said they brought everybody else back. But I, I liked it at first. I was like, eh, okay. But by the end, when you see that, he, I mean, I, I guess we're spoiling things here, right? Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So by the end, when he when you realize that he's double crossed Crease and set him up with beating up that kid. Uh, or that guy i was like okay this is a, <laughs> i can get on board with this this was a great story yeah yeah so by the end of it i was i was fully on board with it but at first i was like eh, this might be where they jumped the shark but um <laughs> but by the next, end that'll be that'll next, be next season, season. When, when they bring in uh what's her face from uh the, the, the next karate kid whatever <laughs> yeah. uh, hillary swank when they bring in hillary swank <laughs> yeah, yeah that will be jumping the shark right there no uh uh silver i did like the way that they set that up last season you know they told some of the the vietnam stories and then they kind of reveal that okay it was crease that kind of saved him in that situation so he owes crease's life and you can kind of understand that's always in the or was always in the back of his head as he's struggling to well do i go back to this and kind of leave what I'm doing here, sitting in the lap of luxury, essentially. Right. <laughs> and then just that turn where he's all right when he uh, kicks that wine bottle into the wall, yeah. And then he puts the ponytail up. You're like, oh shoot, it's on yeah. now. <laughs> when he put the ponytail up, yeah. I'm like, You're like, oh my god, he's, he's going. He's it's he's, on. he's all in now. <laughs> so I like the how they built in the the backstory and then you can see his motivation for getting back into it. Cause I, I saw some people online, like, you know, what would his motivation be to leave his rich life and right. Beautiful girlfriend there and and everything to go back and, you know, train kids in a dojo. Well, you see that. And I, I really, you think about the, just the soldier mentality and, going through all that and PTSD and all that stuff, you, that makes sense to me that that's still in his mind. He's not going to just flush it all out and flush it all away. When you yeah. have that kind of trauma in your, in your head and you come back home and okay, so they're taking up karate and he, they obviously has moved on from that, but it makes sense to me that that would kind of flood your brain and want you to, uh, kind of follow crease and still feel like he, uh, you know, uh, you own his life in some way. So I like the way that they, they pulled him in. So, all right, well, let's just kind of go. I'm just, I pulled up all of the uh, episode plots to kind of refresh our memories as we're going through the season. But so the first episode we get Johnny and Daniel combining dojos there with their opposite styles. And uh, they immediately begin to clash 
And then this is where we get Crease uh, trying to persuade uh, Silver to rejoin him at Cobra Kai. But what do you guys think how that played out with uh, Johnny's offense and Daniel's defense among the students there? I thought that was pretty good. Wyatt? I was waiting to see what was going to happen. I waited for the first, like, okay, I hate, uh, hate your way and my way. But it took a while. To me, it took a long time. I figured there'd be conflict right from the get-go. Uh, except for the little, little start. But I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, what I'm meaning, I thought Daniel and Johnny were gonna go right at it. Like, <laughs> okay, we're joining forces, but you know, I like my way. I like whatever. Where's my cores? Whatever. Um, <laughs> I, again, I was anticipating something else, and they belabored it a little bit. But I liked that they mm-hmm. had a better. Obviously, they're better writers. I, they had a better storyline ver- versus what I had crafted in my head. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Coors stock has jumped since uh, the show. I'm sure it has. <laughs> the banquets and flicking the uh, the caps across the room. Uh, Eric, what did you think of how that uh, that contrast there at the beginning of the the season? Um, I mean, you knew it was going to happen because you know that's just been the difference between the two the whole time. Uh, I thought it was a little overdone, um, but it played into some of their other storylines pretty well i guess um and i can't remember what episode it was and i'm probably jumping ahead too far but when they fight each other they, yeah just their, their whole difference that makes it for the best fight it does um, yeah uh, especially when they knock each other out at the same time that, <laughs> yeah. that was i laughed out loud when i yeah. saw that oh my yeah. god that was so great <laughs> that was so freaking great um i mean you know of course it was going to happen because they were completely different styles uh but i like the way they resolve it at the end uh, when his daughter's, you know, fighting for the championship, they resolve it. And I think that's, you know, that was a great storyline, you know, to do that at the end. Um, but I think yeah. it, across the, across the arc, I think they overdid it at times, but I mean, you know, it, it's, it's just part of the story. So. I liked how they used uh, Daniel's daughter, you know, kind of mm-hmm. the main one out of Miyagi-Do wanting to get into kind of Johnny style. And yeah. then flip side, Miguel did the same thing right. where he's, He's learning all defensive moves and he starts yeah. doing the uh, the stuff, you know, before the fight. And Johnny's like, what's going on here? You know, I'm <laughs> him. And Daniel sees her like, uh, I think she has a, she's drinking something and flicks one of the caps. In yeah, the she house. Op- she yeah. opens up that bottle and she flicks the cap across the room. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, That's this awesome. is so great how they <laughs> incorporated that. But, uh, so, just moving along here, we have this little uh, back and forth with Daniel's wife and Tori, and she's trying to help her, but she's essentially doing more damage to her life than she's, you know, she is, yeah, and it's not I intentional. Thought, I thought that was a useless part of the storyline. I didn't get the point of that. I got it, but um, it was mixed for me because I get the. I guess I get that the the mentality that they're trying, they see that someone is actually in in need, mm-hmm. and instead of going to the reactive where Tori is fighting and and uh, causing all these problems, his wife is going deeper and going. We need to to maybe just basically be friends, show love, compassion, whatever, to get the resolve of mm-hmm. hey you know you don't have to be 
a witch to do to you know to act <laughs> up, try to keep it clean. Um, so, I mean, I see it in that way. But like you, Eric, I thought of this as just filler. Yeah. At times, I'm like, okay, you, you know, you cheat us out of ten episodes, and then you, you <laughs> got to play with an extra five minutes somewhere. Yeah. Is it in her contract to get? you know, umpteen million that she needs five minutes airtime. What, what are you trying to do here? I mean, and I guess, I guess the whole storyline could feed into uh, her seeing, you know, that last scene that she saw where um, he paid off. Silver pays off the the referee. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I could feed into that and she's going to have a, you know, a crisis of conscience in the next season, but there were, there were plenty of other ways you could have done that besides, you know, that dumb storyline. (laughs) <laughs> and, and, well, yeah, but I, you know, in prep of this, I was reading another. Um, I was reading someone's comment somewhere, and they were saying how what you see in Cobra Kai is a completely different makeup of what you saw in the original movies. Like you see, good boy Ralph, or I'm sorry, Daniel, Daniel, and you see the bad boy Johnny. But what you somewhat misinterpret throughout the Karate Kid movies is Johnny's the one picking the fights. This is this guy's comment is that Johnny's picking the fights and then getting his butt whooped because he picked the fight. You mean Daniel? Johnny. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Daniel. There's not enough Coca-Cola, I guess, <laughs> in my blood, blood veins. Um, so, yeah, Daniel's picking the fights. Johnny's going after him to whoop his butt. But then you got fast-forwarded into this realm where Daniel's trying to be the goody two shoes. It's his way or the highway, but he's the good guy. And it's persona that Johnny is the bad guy when in fact Johnny is trying to right his his wrongs. Yeah. He's trying to mentor whether it's you know he tells it like it is, but he's trying to right the wrongs and trying to to mentor Miguel and eventually obviously start out Cobra Kai. So I like the dynamics and they didn't say anything about Daniel's wife about this, but I superimpose that it's kind of like a soap opera. You got more going on besides kids, you know, beating the crap out of each other. It's more of that dynamic of there's more to Daniel. He's not the goody two shoes. He's not always right. He, you have to find your own path. Like they said, right at the end of the episode, I think mm-hmm. see an, an episode 10 Johnny's doing the same thing, and that's obviously unpacked at the same episode, too. So I'm wondering if they're playing that unpacking that Daniel's wife is trying to, instead of don't come near my property or whatever, now we see the compassion side and trying to help someone, even if they are the bully, you know? Mm -hmm. You can maybe, uh, maybe I'm reading too deep into it, but I, I see it. I see this coming out. I think the hardest part of that whole storyline to believe was that she and Daniel had been married for 17 years and he didn't know that she'd been arrested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, you've been married, you've been with this woman for 17 years and you didn't know that because <laughs> he acted so surprised. Yeah. That was pretty good. But yeah. I think you could see that she's she's conflicted. You can see the frustration and Daniel's wife, that is. Yeah. And they trash her house. And then she lashes out at Crease. 
and he gets a restraining order on her before she can get one on him. Uh, and then just the trying to understand Tori and where she's coming from and then seeing her situation and trying to just dissolve it. So, and there's a lot of characters. That's what's really great about this writing. And maybe it's overdone, but there is a lot of characters just go really dark and then they come back around. You have that face turn. Hawk is one in this, you know, season yeah. that has that full circle. And we've seen, you know, like um, you see Robbie doing the same thing because he started out with Daniel and now he's fighting with Cobra Kai. Yeah. So there's so many kids that have done the same thing. And even Daniel and Johnny in some ways have been on both sides of that coin. So you can chalk that up and I chalk it up to to great writing where you get those struggles, but there is a lot of people kind of making that full circle or jumping sides so much throughout the series. So anyway, let's move on a little bit. Let's talk about the new kid, Kenny that uh, enters the show and he gets bullied by Daniel's son for a while. And then gets with Robbie, Robbie finds out his brother was the one that was, he was in juvie with, and tries to mentor him and then things kind of come full circle at the end with him getting into Cobra Kai and uh, essentially bullying uh, Daniel's son back and Daniel finds out that okay so it's it wasn't just Cobra Kai really it was it was him like why like you said it was Daniel's son Anthony that started the whole thing and his right. little groupies egging him on to then cause Kenny to, to join Cobra Kai and defend himself and more or less go on the offensive. So what did you guys think about uh, Kenny and that whole story? I, I guess I kind of saw it as a reiteration of uh, which kid I'm trying. I think Miguel, I'm, try, I'm trying to remember which character, but I saw a lot of similarities, but I, what I started liking in a way is how, how Robbie was trying to mentor, be the good guy, despite being Cobra Kai, despite mm -hmm. being the, the strike first, no mercy. He was trying to show a little mercy and teach him a better way. Kind of the Miyagi-Do persona, if you will, mm -hmm. in him. But then he just, he's done with Daniel's son. He's, <laughs> no pun intended there. He was just done. So he beats the tar out of him for being, you know, this old big karate kid that doesn't know a jack. But man, I felt bad for Daniel's son for getting that butt whooping he got in the in the in the locker room there. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, holy cow, you just got two weeks, three weeks, whatever the <laughs> bullying length was. You just got it done in three minutes, right on you, like, dude. <laughs> yeah, he had it coming though. I he mean, did. Yeah, yeah, he did. What do you think, uh, Eric? Um, I mean, I like the storyline overall, but, and I, and I agree, it, you know, the LaRusso kid got what was coming to him, but his, his storyline changed. I mean, Daniel yells at him in his bedroom and all of a sudden he becomes a different kid. Mm -hmm. Did you catch that part? I mean, he, you know, he was like, he was hiding things from his parents and he was bullying that kid. And then Daniel yells at him once and breaks his phone or his pad his, his tablet or whatever and then yeah. all of a sudden he's a better he's a better kid right um 
I, I, that part I, I was like, wait, that's, that's not how that happens. Until I mean, he uh, starts, you know, waxing the cars and pays the other guy to do it, you know? <laughs> right. Well, that happened after that. Right. But, uh, but the, the, the other story, I mean, the, the storyline with the kid, what was his name? Kenny. 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 Yeah. yeah. I liked it. I mean, you know, you, it's, it's Daniel LaRusso in the upside down, basically. I mean, you know, D- Daniel wanted Mr. Miyagi to teach him how to, defend himself and this kid wanted to go after somebody you know that's mm-hmm. why he wanted to learn karate I, I liked it because it was a it was the cobra it was basically the cobra kai version of daniel larusso mm-hmm. and um so i like the storyline myself um i just have a hard time believing that robbie was in juvie um yeah just he- you know <laughs> He's such the pretty boy. Exactly. And... I mean, I just have a hard time believing Robbie was a Jimmy, but I mean, I, but I do like how they they take that whole he's trying to mentor this kid, and he realizes that it's become Frankenstein. He can't control the monster anymore, mm-hmm. and this is not how I wanted you to learn this or what I wanted you to learn. But at this point, you know, it's yeah. too late. He's already become, you know, quote unquote, Cobra Kai. So. Uh, okay. I, th- I thought it was a great storyline. Okay, so uh, well, let's move into kind of the middle of the season here. So we get uh, Silver back with Cobra Kai, and he begins uh, teaching alongside Crease, and then we get this uh, tension between Johnny and Daniel, like we talked about, and then we have this, you know, their their alliance is so fragile, and then they just decide, all right, we're done. And we're going to do it right here. First one to score three. And like you said, that was such a hilarious moment. Oh, yeah. At the middle of the season there where they just knock each other out. There's no yeah. clear winner, which makes a whole lot of sense. You know, we didn't want a clear winner. Because well, I was like, I was like, well, who's going to, you know, while I'm watching it, I'm like, well, how are they going to let Johnny lose? Or how are they going to let Daniel lose? I mean, what's this, what's the storyline going to be then? And then they both knock each other out with that kick. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, of course, that's how it's going to end. <laughs> so, and I, I kind of, uh, not predicted, but I could see it coming. When you have the faction split, we got Eagle Fang now. You just need bodies. And yeah. Kenny, you know, Kenny's part of that. Uh, but you're also bringing in some more of the kids. Uh, I think my favorite uh, scene or part of the whole season is when Johnny's trying to recruit and uh, talking the girls. Yes, <laughs> trying to recruit the girls. Just uh, oh, that was so terrible. Oh, you're supposed to be awake, or what does he say? Instead of woke, you know, it's so he, he just screws it all up. That, you know, <laughs> they needed some, they needed some more characters just to kind of complete the three factions yeah. that were going to be battling. They needed warm bodies, right? And we get this, you know. Uh, I I love the tournament committee. I don't know what it is about them. I yeah. think they're hilarious. It's completely, but, I mean, overdone. But it's but they're so funny. Yeah, but of course, there's this change, and now we see. Okay, so this is how we're going to determine who's the winner. With these, they've got this point system now, and then now you've got the the girls division coming in, so you can kind of see what's uh, what's leading up to that. But we also get this fun part with uh, <laughs> Johnny and Carmen trying to explain to Miguel that they're hooking up, as Johnny says, or whatever. Yeah, 
your mother uh, and I are, ho- are, are, are hooking up. Yeah, something like that. Uh, that was that was crazy too. But <laughs> again, this is Johnny Johnny turning an, uh, another leaf, trying to trying to progress as an adult. Yeah, and he has feelings for Carmen. And obviously he does for Miguel as kind of a surrogate son. Um, This is a real turning point, I think, for Johnny and trying to be serious. Yet she at first is like pumping the brakes on him. Right. Let's slow it down. So I don't know. I thought that was great and a good setup for the end of the show. When, of course, Miguel takes off looking for his dad and Johnny goes after him. So I don't know. I kind of like that. Uh, that angle and trying to get Johnny to, uh, you know, to make some real life decisions because <laughs> he hasn't made any or many up to this point. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought that worked, but uh, then we get this whole prom where we get uh, Miguel and Daniel's daughter, um, Sam, you know, they're excited about the prom. Then we get Tori and, Robbie showing up and kind of stealing the the show and they mm-hmm. that you know that now we're really getting into the story of the kids and how they've developed friendships and, and even romances with each other there's this whole awkwardness there and awkwardness between Miguel and Sam I I, I thought that was really good and having it at prom you know that's just great having that as a backdrop you get some <laughs> great music too and right I just thought it was a great part of the, the show. So what are you guys' thoughts? Uh, kind of what I've been talking about with Johnny and then the prom situation leading up to the All Valley tournament. I hope Johnny never grows up. I hope he stays this way. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I, I mean, I would, I mean, great. Let him mature. Let him, you know, develop some, you know, emotional uh, maturity or whatever fine but good good lord don't ever let that guy grow up i mean he's he's just the best i mean and he, there's a there's a twitter account called uh it's johnny lawrence's twitter account and it's it's the funniest thing in the world because it sounds just like the character uh-huh. and um i just I, yeah don't I, please don't let that guy change i mean whatever, <laughs> whatever you do don't let that guy change he's the best part of that show yeah. and even he said even Zapka has said, "A he didn't he he didn't realize how easy it would be to fall back into Johnny Lawrence, and mm-hmm. B he, he actually kind of likes being Johnny Lawrence." So I mean, can't blame him. Yeah. I know. I mean, you know, he can. It, it, he's. I just I just don't want him. I don't want him to change. I don't want them. I don't want him to, to mature. I want him to be that way for the rest of the series. I was reading up on the characters. Uh, the the actors they were. They were given, of course, they're executive producers, so I guess they can do whatever they want. But they were given some freedom to to really fill in the gaps of the characters. So Johnny really, like the Johnny character, William really dug and tried to peel back how the founding started. So he created the character, the the whole, he's the backstory. rich kid. Yeah. The backstory, that's the right wording for it. And the same with with Johnny. He was a rich kid that turned into, or I'm sorry, the, the poor kid turned rich. So they got to build off the character and 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 so forth. To get to your original question, Jason, about the the prom, the kids. I like that they're, you know, it, it, at first you think it's all about 
Daniel and Johnny and much for I'll say it goes 50 50 for a lot of times you think that's what's going on. It's really the ultimate, you know, 30 year later battle between those two are still going at it. But you see the kids interact, you see how they've had their their flings and their romances and and then now they're you know bitter at each other and so forth where you see sam is remorseful staring at robbie and and, uh sam and miguel are frustrated about being basically one up by robbie Mm -hmm. and tori so i thought that was pretty cool they kind of had fun with it i thought if if they were gonna if you're gonna play up that storyline between sam and robbie then play it up i mean to me it felt like they didn't do it enough you you get the you get the mm-hmm. essence of it, but that's the storyline you're going to play. Then play it up. I mean, go to the you've 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 gone to the wall with every other storyline you've done. So, I mean, you know, right. play that up, play it up right. Don't just touch on it. And and again, this is go back to my original argument. This might be why it's you know, so we only get ten episodes. Yeah. So maybe this is what's coming out in season five. Is they're going to go go play this card, but. And again, ten episodes. You could have, like you said, there could have been. <laughs> right, here we go. Uh, yeah, no, no, I think um, just with Tori and Robbie, you know, at that age, you're not sure of your feelings about really anything yet. Yeah. And when you have feelings for different people, I can understand how she's kind of torn there. And th- really, the play up isn't necessarily between her and Robbie. But you get those moments like when uh, when Tori is working at that kid's birthday place as the mermaid. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, well, here we go. This is how I get back at Robbie. I'm going to take it out on her. Yeah. So it all kind of builds, I think, more towards the tournament, which it should being the finale versus there's just a little bit of here and there in between as they're at the prom and then why are you looking at her? Why are you looking at him? You know, <laughs> you get some of yeah. that crazy I stuff. Think, I think you hit the nail on the head though, right there is the whole point is that all Valley tournament. So, and they're, they're restricted not, too. They can't, they're not supposed that, to it. touch they're, each other. They are yeah. restricted. Even though they have little tiffs or they have little, you know, I'm going to get back at you, Tori. Those little tiny moments, they are restricted. And that's probably where the writing had to kind of like, well, we could go this way, but you know, we're trying to savor it for the tournament because that's going to be the, the mm-hmm. cliffhanger here. Well, let's get to that then. So we're in the last couple episodes is where we get the, the tournament kicked off. We get the three dojos battling it out. Then, you know, you get the natural matchups towards the end. I thought it was somewhat predictable at the end, at least the last two matches I kind of predicted i thought those were coming what really threw me for a loop was adding hawk in there and you know they kind of boot him out he, he loses the mohawk and miyagi do kind of welcomes him in and then you see him you know kind of get that revenge that he wanted to for them uh getting rid of the mohawk there shaving it off and becoming the champion and then you get tori over Sam at the end, which gives, you know, Cobra Kai the victory. But what did you guys think of the tournament? And how about, uh, let's give it up for Carrie Underwood, the moment of truth. I was <laughs> like, it was out of place, yes, but 
you know, you know, a, you know, a show, like, wow. a show has made it when, when, <laughs> get, when yeah. people are asking to be on the show, she asked to be on the show. Mm. And so, you know, your show has made it when people are asking to be on your show to do that right there. She didn't have an acting part. She had no business singing that song, but she, she got to sing that. That was awesome. Yeah. It was a very, uh, not Carrie Underwood song. Very out of place. She's doing moment of truth. Holy crap. Yeah. But, um, I thought that was great, but how did you guys, what was your feelings, I guess, going through the tournament, Eric? And I love Hawk. I love Hawk to death. I think he's a great character. I've always liked him, mm-hmm. and so for him to be, to be in that final that final bout was uh, I thought it was I thought it was great. And uh, through the whole show, though, their fight choreography is I don't want to say low budget, but this is not a big production, you know, fighting show. Mm-hmm. you know like like you know you're <laughs> like and for lack of a better you know a better example like you know your john claude van damme shows movies that we had in the 80s where mm-hmm. the, you know the, the fights were just choreographed to the you know to the very last bit they do some great fighting choreography in this show and yeah. uh that last battle was was some great fighting choreography but i love the whole tournament i love both final matches um they ended like i thought they would but um yeah, I loved it. I thought I thought it was a great it was a great tournament. Uh, what's the kid's name? Uh, did um, Dimitri? Oh yeah, he's uh, he cracks me up so yeah, much. Yeah, he's 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 the he's the great comic relief, and I didn't think yeah. he would he would be fighting that that far. But yeah, it was I, I loved the entire tournament. Yeah, yeah, and Hawk too. Uh, before we get to you, Wyatt, it seemed cheesy to bring in the girl as kind of his little love interest there, but. That was so Karate Kid one when yeah, uh, Allie's yeah. on the sidelines for yep. uh, for completely Daniel. Karate Kid one. Yeah, so I thought it worked. Yeah, what did you think, Wyatt, of well, the tournament? The tournament was really great. Uh, the tournament was great. You know, Karate Kid one. Um, what I liked is there was seemed to be like more detail that we were missing from Karate One, like the the the. I call it the pregame show where they're showing all their talents and they're, you know, mm-hmm. screaming at the top of the line, hoo, you know, like, <laughs> and the yeah, side different. Yeah. Yeah. So I like the buildup that they had there and then the actual, they're, they're going neck and neck. I, for a while, I didn't like Hawk's character because he was too much. It was like, they were really writing in the bad boy jerk. I'm going to tear your head off. Attitude was really built yeah. into him. But I I equally liked his character because he went from the naive bullied kid to this really confident, if not overconfident, character that could whoop up on anybody. Mm-hmm. And then he was brought down. There felt remorse too. I mean, exactly. There's, there's that whole scene where when they kick him out, you know, he breaks Dimitri's arm and then kind of has compassion for him. And they boot him for that. The, uh, the Asian kid in the Cobra Kai, I can't remember his name. Oh, he's a real bully. Yeah. There's almost new Johnny Lawrence. Yeah. 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 There's almost too many bullies and and they had to, something had to give to be the uh, alpha, alpha male, you know, Right, but I liked that that whole remorse, like you said, and he gets his friend 
a Dimitri bag and you get the best yeah. buds, little pat on the back and he loses. I mean, he basically, he, in a way it's like he loses manhood when he loses that hawk, that Mohawk. <laughs> right, um, yeah. And then he gets that build up like you get from Karate Kid one and you're taken back and he's able to, you know, get that confidence that he needs to go whoop up on his opponent. And mm-hmm. I love it. Like you, I liked Dimitri. He is kind of the comic relief. I like the nerdy, just whiny <laughs> kind of, I ain't going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Cause I'm just, you know, what's the point? And he's a realist. Is what yeah. he is. He's, he's a realist. He and lives then, in reality where some other yeah. kids don't, you know? Right. And then he gets that confident builder where he knocks someone out. He gets, he gets a knockout. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I like the whole dynamics of the fights, the, the scene I was trying to figure out, I didn't know which way they were going to go because to keep the storyline going, it could have been anybody's bag. They could have went and said, well, Cobra Kai should be the ultimate winner so they can keep the namesake and keep, maybe keep the franchise going. Right. In that that's, vein. What I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. But I also saw the, the good guy battle coming out. I thought that actually with when they had the three teams there, I honestly thought they could spin this to have, Eagle Fang succeed and really throw a curveball at both Johnny mm-hmm. and and uh, Cobra Kai. I thought they could have pulled that card and you know really t- set it for a tailspin. But I liked the. I was impressed as uh, ultimately I'm, I was impressed at how it went down, mm-hmm. and that Cobra Kai did succeed. But like everybody, I was just suckered into like, oh geez, is, is this index? Are we done with? <laughs> guy until we see glory walking in on on um Harry uh, silver yeah silver paying off the dude i'm like all right there's the bite okay season five is already in the bag now so we know that it's coming so i i'm like geez that's what they need to do and they the ratings tell netflix you're not going to be canceled this anytime soon. <laughs> well, and if you are, you know that there are going to be how many was it? Two point two billion. Yeah. Two billion hours. Hours yeah. watched. So that's, let's just argue. Let's, let's just argue that that's about half a million fans are watching this show and going to Netflix if they cancel it at any time and say we are dropping subscription. Well, I like I said, I thought it was a little bit predictable. I was like, I, I knew season five was in the bag. I was like, there's no way they're gonna have Cobra Kai lose. They've got to remain the bad guys, but it's the twist at the end that really okay. Now we've got a story going on here. Because well, like you said, we get Tori walking in, we see that Silver paid off the ref to and I was trying to go back and think in my mind, well, how did he do that? And it was I think when he was calling no points on some hits and things. So anyway, Tori knows that it wasn't just her. She didn't win outright. Yeah. Right. It wasn't uh, legit. Yeah. So now she, her confidence is going to drop. Right. And then we get this crazy uh, betrayal of crease with the silver. Well, it all starts with what's his, is it stingray? <laughs> This yeah, stingray. Guy. Is it stingray? Yeah, yeah the, the 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 chubby man. guy that that yeah. really <laughs> the man yeah. that's trying to you know join the dojo. 
yeah hosts the party and then shows up wants to join and we see that silver beats the crap out of him and gets him to tell the cops that or whoever at the at the hospital. hospital there the detectives that it was crease that beat him up so they haul crease off at the end and so now silver has complete control of cobra kai as we uh wrap up the season so there's that tension there well, what are we going to do and then the big reveal is at the end when you think that daniel is talking to mr miyagi, miyagi at the graveside and you turn around and there's chosen in the background yeah. with his mysterious moves and karate on this piece of paper, this ancient piece of paper yep. uh, that's going to just unlock the secret here. So what do you guys think now we're at the end of season four going into season five, do you have some predictions or where do you think it's going to go? I, I mean, I think Cobra Kai becomes silver's. Mm-hmm. And Kreese gets out of wherever he, whatever jail he's in. And when, when he gets released, he comes to Johnny and wants his help to get rid of Silver. Mm-hmm. Is where I think it's going to go. Um, and I think that that keeps the tension between Daniel and Johnny because Daniel doesn't have anything to do with Kreese. Mm-hmm. But Johnny feels some kind of loyalty decrease because of, of because of their history but i think the big fight now is trying to get cobra kai back from silver back into back to right back to crease what do you think wyatt going into the next season what are you I think looking for i think there's going to be so many twists and turns but what i'm wondering just just speculating on what what is left of, what we've been left with mm-hmm. i can see kind of like eric i think crease has got to find his way out of prison or whatever trumped up charge. But I don't know that he's going to go back to Johnny. I, I'm wondering if he's going to pull the the Vietnam mental games on, on Silver, or if he finds some legal battle like he pulled with Johnny, that mm-hmm. it was his all along, it's his name, and does something wacky like that. Uh, equally, I'm wondering how Tori's character how she's going to to do this reveal is she going to go to crease or is she going to go to her now rich friend i'll call her the daniel's wife and say hey i caught this i need your help could you get the resources to you know i saw the guy pay off so we need to rematch mm-hmm. maybe that gives us another match to settle score but what i don't know that seems very left left in limbo is what's going to happen to Miyagi Do and Cobra Fang, or I'm sorry, Eagle Fang. What are their lives going to be mm-hmm. post Cobra Kai wins? Are they going to shut down their dojos, or that are they going to keep practicing it and just kind of let it linger in the background? Like we're not legitimate dojos, but if you want to come meditate with us, you go right ahead. You know? yeah. I think I think they get around that by. Tori telling him that the win wasn't right. legitimate. Right. And yeah. I think there is going to be that. And maybe that's season six coming down the right road. But I, I'm trying to figure out what season five, because we only get a mere 10 episodes, what they're <laughs> going to do. Yeah, that's a sort of thorn on my side right now. I'm, I'm sensing you don't, you, you want more than 10 episodes. Yeah. Um, is it that evident? Uh, <laughs> so 
but it's 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 the fact that what do they got to do? They got to pine and whine about it. We're going to see Daniel back at the car lot. Are we going to see Johnny drinking some more Coors Banquet? What is going to be happening to those two dojos? Or are they going to rain out? Are they going to go in there and both of them basically kamikaze Cobra Kai and take them out, mm-hmm. period? I don't know. That's that's what's unique about this. The writers, and I'm sure even even Ralph and William are, are just hidden deep going, we got to make this so dynamic. And mm-hmm. there's, there's all this going on that, you know, you don't know the answer. Well, obviously we don't. But yeah. Well, I think you like you said, there's that out. The win wasn't legit. Right. So the bet that they had, which I don't know if it included no fighting or just not under Miyagi Do and Eagle Fang, you know, that was kind of uh hazy, for me hazy to was, me. But for me, that was kind of just the dojos are shut down, done, go off your merry way and be, you know, go back to high yeah. school. So, and maybe that's true, but now that you've got chosen here, maybe he opens a dojo and then now you have them kind of under him or pushing the kids there to go after uh, Cobra Kai again. But I'm, I had a, some thoughts going through my mind and I, I think maybe season five might be more of a transition season where we're not going to get that that final uh, tournament again, maybe until season six, because you've got Johnny going after Miguel in Mexico. So that's going to take up some of the, the episodes and that journey, whatever the heck's going to happen there. And then chosen coming in and and trying to, to fit in or, you know, figure out what's going on uh, to take down Cobra Kai silver. Maybe he goes into more training and, there's more bullying to the former Miyagi Do and Eagle Fang people again, kind of like they did in this season. Right now, you only got four more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so now, so I'm thinking, well, maybe does Crease reach out to Daniel for help now, and trying to prove it was Silver, you know, and not him who beat up Stingray. Or maybe Daniel kind of gets in that mix uh, with Stingray to tell the truth. But, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I think there's just going to be some more transition there. Maybe season six will be everybody, you know, trying to team up against Cobra Kai again. And then, I don't, like I said, I don't know. Maybe they will bring Hillary Swank back. There's so many girls. Please, no. There's so many uh, girls. There's a whole division now. Maybe she <laughs> comes back as, uh, you know, the sensei. Who knows? Oh, no. But, I think there's going to be, I think season five is going to be drawn out a little bit more. I don't think we're going to get a whole lot of uh, cut and dry answers. I think because uh, I'm going to skip down here to uh, one of the um, one of the writers said that they did have a you know initial plan in mind for the end of the show, but they they weren't sure. They thought maybe it was going to be six seasons, but they weren't sure going in. And right. now, like Wyatt said, with the popularity of the show, I think they're going to try to extend it out a little bit more. I, I don't think they can. Uh, the writers may have <laughs> something in mind, but Netflix is going to pressure them to. Right. Okay, right. Well, let's get no, you're going to do more. Yeah, well, they're 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 going to have to do more. But they're if they plan to do any type of closure, they got to do it right. That actually closes the book. That Cobra Kai, or I'm sorry, that Karate Kid 
franchise is now severed essentially Mm -hmm. because if they don't end that if they do not end the story again you're going to go back on the fans that are going (laughs) season six no season 60 is what we're looking for we don't we don't want that to drag on we really don't no but but that's going to be that it's going to be financial so whatever they do they got to plan this and i'm sure netflix corporate is saying okay if you shut this down Mm -hmm. you got to shut it down right don't cliffhanger it (laughs) <laughs> yeah. we lose you we lost half our subscription base yeah. right there yeah it was uh I, I found it here executive producer john Hurwitz. he's uh was quoted in an article i read we've never said from the beginning how many seasons there would be i think we've always viewed it as at least six was sort of in our heads but we're still figuring out exactly what the length for that landing is unquote so no. there's going to be at least six but I wouldn't doubt they would go beyond that. But again, just going back, my thoughts at the end of season five is I think we're going to have some, some, some stuff kind of drawn out a little bit more to get to that grand finale, whenever, you know, whatever season that's going to be. Right. Because they've really done a good job. You know, there's only been what two tournaments now in four seasons. Right. So you had that ridiculous fight at the school. And that whole ending there. And then just those other little fights along the way, too, of in the house. And there's been drama to the nth degree throughout, not just around the tournaments. So I have full confidence in them that they're going to come up with something. I just don't think I think the next tournament is going to be the final one, in my opinion. But okay, well, I think we've kind of gone through this. Um any other thoughts you guys uh, have you want to get in there before we end this? I think we've done enough damage. <laughs> <laughs> Wyatt, uh, so 13 episodes for season six or you're unsubscribing. <laughs> it's hard to unsubscribe since we watch so much Netflix. Um, but yeah, I would like to see more episodes. I, I realize it's probably a, a Netflixism, you know, mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to worry about however many episodes you want. You just maybe yeah. there's a starter limit. I don't. I don't know how they work. Well, I can't say that because Voltron Defender had like five episodes and called that a season. Again, <laughs> I was so yeah. well. Stranger Things is only eight, I think, in a season. So again, you should be you get a couple more and disappointed as I am with how they run. Anyway, before we get That's on that thing. tangent again, the writing the writing is so good in this show that. I don't know. I just think there's a whole lot packed into there and the way that they unpack it is so great and flows so well that, you know, of course I would love to see more, but I think they've done a terrific job up to this point. Again, maybe that's, you know, everybody has their niche and Netflix might've said, you know what, let's not do the standard 13 that the big, you know, the big names have done for 50 years. Let's do our own thing which Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with change. But again, like you said, they do well at unpacking. They do well at the storyline. And big business, especially for streaming services, is they've got to bait you in for the binge. You know, so you can watch and get those those downloads and the viewing hours and all that. But from us older generation that enjoy that 
you can go 13 episodes at minimum. You can go up to 30 episodes for a season. And you I don't know that I can handle feelings. that. Well, A-team, yeah. if you like A-team, they're <laughs> up there. Um, so, again, I there's more in there that they could explain in a 13 episode or even 15 episodes or something that is there. But then again, this it's Netflix. They're, they're doing their thing. Maybe it's the actors. Maybe they have their own contract that says, <laughs> you know, I got other business or I want to do movies or other yeah. acting career stuff. So don't shackle me to 50 episodes. Well, in this, this day of age too, with COVID and everything else we got, there's so many uncertainties Very that true. if you're going to, shoot 10 episodes and they i'm sure they got a really tight schedule to get these in uh well, yeah you gotta think about i mean i'm grateful that they have and that, that season five's already wrapped up right compared to some of these other shows <clears throat> stranger things that we should have 30 episodes in the next season <laughs> the amount of time it's taken <laughs> to get us that next season but you know uh it is what it is and uh we'll see what uh what happened? Have they announced when season five might drop? Are we they speculating it's going to be in the fall, maybe this year? I would think probably in the fall. Yeah, I haven't heard, but they they completed December. What I hear, December twentieth. I think I heard. Yeah, they're going to want to avoid all the other stuff dropping this year. Like you know, the there's a couple of Star Trek things dropping, and uh, you know, Star Wars items dropping. I think they're going to probably want to push it to the fall. Yeah. I can't see well, it coming I, out in the summertime, but I mean, that, that would be, I, I, I would, I would love that, but yeah, I don't think they would either, but I really don't think they have anything to worry about with other shows coming out in any kind of competition. I think oh, it'll true. blow it out of the water at this point. Yeah. Uh, well, so I do know they, they dropped, it. they dropped season three early. I remember that. Yeah, I remember it was supposed to come out. Uh, I think they dropped it two months early. I think if I remember mm-hmm. right. Like, like just out of nowhere, people. you know, and it could be that they're seeing ratings or something. They're seeing subscription disappear. You know, that might be what plays into that. Oh, hey, we're losing, you know, a thousand <laughs> a month a or push. whatever. Yeah. Okay. We're yeah. going to put Clover, you know, we're going to publish two months early, early to get our customers back. Mm-hmm. That could easily be, I mean, it's streaming. That's the name of the game. You want customers, yep. you want to keep them. So you got to do something. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I think that's going to do it then. Uh, thank you guys for joining me. This yeah, was really fun. Loved uh, it. We'll have to uh, circle back around for season five when that comes out and uh, keep these reviews going. So I'm going to put uh, their Twitter handles in the show notes. Eric underscore Vardaman and infamous WB on Twitter. And then, of course, we're at Tier and Social on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you want to connect with us, uh, Send us what you think of uh, season four, what maybe some predictions you have for season five. We'd love to hear those and continue the conversation. So find us on social media or you can comment uh, on this episode. And of course, if you're in Apple and now on Spotify, you can leave ratings. Um, So please do that for this channel, the Retro Network Presents channel, as we're going to try to... uh, give you regular roundtable reviews on uh, several shows. Uh, I was hoping to do one on the Master of the Universe Revelation. We didn't get to that. Uh, maybe we will. I don't know. We'll see what comes around, but 
uh, of course, Book of Boba Fett is out. We could do one on that. And yeah. as uh, Obi-Wan comes out, those types of shows, Marvel if Stranger, shows. If Stranger Things ever debuts again. Stranger Things, yes. Uh, we like our Netflix shows on this channel. We've oh. uh, we've done Stranger Things. We've done the uh, Glow. So, yeah, we'll definitely be back for more. So thank you guys again for joining me. Thanks, Eric. Yep. Anytime, man. And thank you, Wyatt, for coming over here to the retro network always a pleasure <laughs> and thank you guys uh for tuning in make sure you are subscribed to the retro network presents channel we appreciate you uh listening along and we will see you for another review in the future thanks for listening of the Retro Network.